0: Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Belle, mm. on this fantastic Friday.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The 22nd of December, and our Do Not Fear Scripture is 1 Samuel 28, 13. 1 Samuel 28:13 says, The king said to her, Don't be afraid. What do you see? So, praise the Lord and thank you, Jesus. We're going to continue what we started yesterday, which is
0: five fold leadership in the marketplace. That's it. Yesterday, we talked about the apostle
1: mm-hmm. and the prophet. Yes, we did.
0: And we're going to pick right up and look at the evangelist third. The Greek word for evangelist is G2099. G2099, and it's defined as to bring good news, to announce glad tidings. The purpose of an evangelist is to spread the good news, to increase the number of convert, converts. In the business world, it's the function of the vice president or director of sales. Good salespeople are honest and focused on their assignment. A great example is the salesman of a salesman is found in the life of Philip in Acts chapter 6, verses 3 through 7. 6 three through 7, classic Amplified. In the verse, we see that the salesmen are chosen because of their good character and reputation. A good salesman is also knowledgeable about his or her product. In fact, verse 3 says, Therefore, select out from among you yourselves, brethren, seven men of good and attested character and repute, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may assign to look after This business and duty. In verse 4, we read where the salesman is always involved in continuing education and mentorship. But we will, it says, but we will continue to develop ourselves steadfastly to prayer and ministry of the word. In verse 5, we see where a good salesman is confident about his or her product and service. Scripture says, And the suggestion pleased the whole assembly. And they selected Stephen, a man full of faith, strong and welcome belief in that Jesus is the Messiah. And full of and controlled by the Holy Spirit. And Philip and a bunch of other folks. In verse 6, good salespeople learn everything they can from more experienced salespeople. Those who paid the price and learned the ropes. Verse 6, these they presented to the apostles who after prayer and laid their hands on them. In verse 7, we read were good salespeople produced great results, expanding their territory and increasing the number of customers. And the message of God kept on spreading and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem and besides a large number of priests were obedient to the faith and Jesus as the Messiah, through whom is obtained eternal salvation and the kingdom of God. One final reference. Good salespeople know they will experience some rejection in order to achieve their ultimate goal. Second Timothy 4-5, Contemporary English Version. But you must stay calm and be willing and suffer. You must work hard Tell the good news and do your job well.
1: Mm. Fourth, let's look at the pastor. The Greek word for pastor is G 4166. 4166 and is divine defined as he whose care and control others that have committed themselves, he to whose care and control others have committed themselves and whose precepts they follow. Wow. That is a lot of responsibility. The Greek word for pastor appears 18 times in 17 verses according to the Greek concordance of the King James Version. It's interesting to note though that in 15 of those 18 times pastor is mentioned, the word pastor is translated as shepherd. In reading those 15 references, in most instances, the scripture is talking about the shepherd protecting his flock or his folks from harm. He's caring for them and leading them to safely. He or she wants to make sure they're blessed and not walking into harm's way. In the marketplace, the pastor would be the vice president of customer relations or service. We want you to hear this and keep in mind as we review what we consider to be the best description, job description really, an example of a pastor, shepherd or elder found in scripture. And it's found in 1 Peter 5, 1 Peter 5, verses 1 through 4, and we're using the classic Amplified Bible. I warn and counsel the elders among you, the pastors and spiritual guides of the church, as a fellow elder and as an eyewitness called to testify of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a share in the glory, the honor, and the splendor that is to be revealed or disclosed and unfolded. Tend, nurture, guard, guide, and fold, the flock of god that is your responsibility not by coercion or by constraint but willingly not dishonorably motivated by the advantages and profits belonging to the office but eagerly and cheerfully a good customer relations director will maintain a proper balance between protecting the interest of his employer and the best interests of the customer or the consumer the company's mission is out to serve in verse 3, it points out that the custom relations personnel should treat everyone the way they want to be treated, with respect, not domineering as arrogant, dictatorial, and overbearing persons over those in your charge, but being examples, patterns, and models of Christian living to the flock, the congregation. And then when the chief shepherd is revealed, you will win the conqueror's crown of glory. You know, when it comes time for promotions, a customer relations director who has done the best job will receive the greatest reward. Amen.
0: Fifth and finally, let's look at the teacher. The Greek word for teacher is G1320. 1320 1320 is defined as one who teaches concerning the things of God and the duties of man, one who is fitted to teach or thinks himself so. The teacher brings instruction to the body of Christ. The teacher is there to help equip the church so they can enjoy a fruitful, productive life, one worth living. In the marketplace, the teacher would be the director of training, perhaps the vice president of human relations. The qualities of the teacher were best described in Colossians 3.16, 3.16 Classic Amplified. Let the words spoken by Christ the Messiah have its home in you, and as you teach and admonish and train one another in all insight and intelligence and wisdom and spiritual things, and as you sing psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, making melody to God with his grace in your hearts. Listen, every teacher wants the words of information and instruction that they teach become rooted and grounded in their students. When instruction from the Word of God is followed, the student enjoys a better quality of life and a degree of contentment within their profession. A teacher's job is to prepare the next generation to carry out the work of the ministry and or the business to ensure further growth, development, and outreach. One final note for way too long too many believers have felt the only way they could be of service to the kingdom of God was operating in the fivefold ministry within the church we believe both kings and priests operate in the fivefold ministry the priest provides the vision from God and the king provides the provision it's time to expand it's time to expand our thought process hallelujah and ask God to stir creative, economically profitable ideas so we can begin in the end time office of the giver. Do you want to start your own business? Have you read secular books on developing a proper business plan? or you wondering how to compete in the marketplace? Have you attended a high price seminar to gain instruction on proper business techniques? Have you sought the advice of others? on the organizational structure of a successful business? Do you realize that God has designed a business structure for perilous times that we're living in? I'd like for you to read again a scripture or listen to it. Ephesians 4.11 He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers. I'm prompted to ask you several more questions about that verse. Does the scripture call those five offices the fivefold ministry? Would it surprise you to know that the term fivefold ministry is not in the King James version of the Bible or any of the other 13 translations that I searched. The term fivefold ministry is a coin is a term coined by leaders in the church. Does it say that Ephesians 4:11 that those offices function only in the four walls of a local church or in religious ministry settings around the world. God did not restrict Ephesians 4.11 to just ministry, but has given us sound business platform as well as a ministry platform. We should be seeing a lot more of these principles playing out in the last days of this year and into 2024. Think about it. Listen, go to HaroldHerring.com, and oh, uh, I we'll actually do this first. Call one seven one
1: two four two one four four three. What in it? On the website we have this callback number. Yes, we do. That really, and that would yeah. Anyway, it's callback number, and it's the same. You know, getting in, and actually all of these should be up in the next few days.
0: Yeah, on and podcast. each one of
1: these. I mean, the two of them. That put all this together should be on the podcast.
0: Plus the fact that I have a book called "Fivefold
1: Ministry History in the Marketplace," and that it? yeah, it's a good one. We have lots of good books. My and that wrote.
0: book, um, I think it's like sixteen ninety five. But we'll send it to you for a gift of any amount. God bless you. Happy trails, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Keep
1: thinking rich thoughts from the Word
0: of God. Amen.